Hello, hello, hello. I'm coming on today to provide an update regarding the massive student loan cancellation program from the Biden-Harris administration. I'm also going to be talking about uh, more of their plan that includes not just the forgiveness or cancellation, but also other improvements that can actually be more significant to you as a student loan borrower. So this is a really important uh, broadcast today. So this applies to millions and millions and millions of Americans that have student loans. So if that is you, this is the video for you today. Welcome to She Boss Talk. I am Shante Alrighty. I hope all of you all enjoyed your Labor Day, uh, extended Labor Day weekend and are ready for a new week, ready to get these student loans canceled right? Uh, so I'm excited about this. I know I'm not the only one with the student loan. If you have a student loan, can you let me know in the comment? Just put student loan in the comment. If you want to put how much of a student loan you have, put that in the comment because we are working on getting it forgiven, canceled, whatever word you want to use. And what it basically means is that you have an opportunity to have either part or all of your student loans taken care of, waived, where you never have to pay for that student loan again, either in part or in full. And we know under this latest plan from the administration, 43 million Americans will be impacted. That means 43 Americans, 43 million will have their student loans forgiven and around 20 million will have it completely gone. No more, never, ever, ever again in life having to pay for another student loan, okay? So this is exciting news. This is only one of the many programs I've been here uh, talking about um, and sharing the information on the many different forgiveness and cancellation programs that uh, have been launched since. Uh, Biden got into office. You're talking about billions and billions and billions in student loan debt that has been canceled. So many of you all have already had some of your student loans canceled or all of it canceled. I've done videos on that. So please do go check out uh, those videos uh, so you can know what other programs are available. And I always mention them in the latest video, just so you know, because you may have more than one opportunity to get loans forgiven, right? So uh, we know under the latest uh, announcement from the administration um, that 43 million Americans will have between $10,000 and $20,000 uh, of, of their student loans forgiven, wiped out, okay? Not having to pay that back. Uh, but for some, if you have more than the amount that is forgiven, right? then what happens with the leftover, right? And then you have to pay it back. But there are other programs available that, that might also result in those student loans being canceled. Uh, please understand that as of right now that the student loan payment pause has been extended again from August right? The end of August through the end of the year. So what do we want to do? We want to make sure that if you are one of the many millions that is expected to get your uh, loan canceled, that, uh, that you do it and you get it done before the end of the year. So it can be done before you have to start paying back your student loans in January of 2023. Okay. So I'm here to give that update. So I said that there was an announcement made by President Biden, uh, official press releases and a fact sheet. Uh, it, well, it has been put out. I'll be sharing my screen uh, momentarily so that you can see uh, what that is and what the plan entails. Uh, you can go to the student aid uh, website, which is studentaid.gov, to track uh, and monitor all of the updates regarding what is happening. So many of you all have asked, okay, what are the next steps? What do I need to do? How do I go apply? So that's what I'm going to be talking about today and answering any questions that you may have. What I do ask is that you share out this video, that you tag someone that you know that has a student loan because we need to make sure that they take swift action, okay? So you know if there's action that you need to take, there's a timeline for you to all to be able to act. And the timeline is what it is. And you wanna make sure that you uh, that you get in on it 
in enough time so that your student loans are canceled before the end of the year. Uh, just a reminder, 8 million will have their loans automatically forgiven. So when I go to the studentaid.gov website, that is where you can monitor to see uh, if it is forgiven. You also want to check in with your student loan servicer. Uh, please know who your student loan servicers are. You can find out that information also uh, on the student aid uh, website as well. But $8 million for which they have your updated income and student loan information, that will be automatically um, forgiven. So I'm, I'm hopeful that I am one of those in that number. I will keep you all posted on that as well. So uh, what do you do if you're not one of the 8 million? So the, so the Department of Education is right now working on an application portal, a simple online application that you, us, right, the borrowers will need to complete in order to receive up to the $20,000 in, uh, in student loan forgiveness, okay? So that portal is expected to be open in October. Now, if you want to get your student loan canceled by the end of the year, December 31st, okay, of 2022, then you must complete your application by the November 15th deadline. Please make note of that date. November the 15th is a critical date. Please mark it on your calendar. You must get it in by that day if you want your student loans forgiven by the end of the year. So you don't have to, again, if you're one of those that your, your loan is completely wiped out, then you don't want to have to be responsible for paying in January when it can already be completely wiped out by the end of the year. So again, that day is November the 15th in order to receive your relief by December 31st of twenty twenty. Uh, uh, December 20, uh, 31st of 2022. Now, who does this apply to? Individuals whose adjusted gross income is $125,000, right, or less, or married couples whose adjusted gross income is uh, $250,000 or less, okay? So those are the maximums so anything over that would not apply for this particular program. Doesn't mean you don't, uh, you don't qualify for other programs, but that is the income requirements for this particular program. So again, individuals, you need to make less than 125,000 a year, right? And adjusted gross income. You can find this number on your tax returns. Go to your 1040s right? 1040 tax returns to be able to see that adjusted gross income number, okay? To make sure that you uh, are in the, meet the criteria for eligibility for this particular program. Now, you will get up to $10,000, but if you were a Pell Grant recipient like myself, then you get the full 20,000 in forgiveness, right? Or cancellation of your student loan. So if you got a Pell Grant, if you received a Pell Grant, let me know in the comments. If you don't remember, you should know. But if you don't remember if you got a Pell Grant or not, you can find it on the studentaid.gov website with your other student loan information. So all your information as a student, right, including what schools you attended, when you graduated, all that information can be found there uh, make sure that you do log in to see all of that data, okay? Um, so we can expect that borrowers will see their balances reduced or re eliminated by the end of the year. Um, I'm very excited about that. So again, what, do you, what, what can you do? You can monitor the website. You can confirm your adjusted gross income. Um, and you can also register on the website uh, to be notified when the applications open. So I'm going to go to the website now so you can see. Uh, so I did this before in the last video, so I want to make sure uh, that you all can see it. Um, I believe this is it. So I'm going to share, make sure that it's sharing correctly. So you should see at the top, it says federal student aid. Don't worry if you can't read it all. I'm not expecting you to have 
uh, be able to read everything. I'm reviewing it. So as long as you can understand, you should be in good shape. Uh, but again, we're talking about the massive student loan forgiveness. This is under the Biden-Harris administration student debt relief plan. And this is the fact sheet. This is the information that is there to go to explain what this plan is, okay? And when you see this first paragraph here, you will see a blue highlighted uh, Department of Education subscription page where this sentence says, to be notified when the process has officially opened, sign up at the Department of Education subscription page. So you're going to click on the subscription page that's going to take you there where you're going to subscribe and you will receive an email notification that you have subscribed so that you can be notified, okay? So how are they gonna notify you? By email. So what? It's important that you monitor your emails, that you, that you put them on your contact list or your safe sender list, right? Uh, and that you monitor your inbox and spam because you just never know which folder that it might hit. Uh, but if you put them on the contacts and your safe sender, uh, that will increase the chances that it will wind up in your inbox. So it, when I subscribe, it went directly to my inbox, okay? Uh, and it's sitting right there now in my email. And it's, so you can subscribe there and you can, it, it's another hyperlink where you can get in more details on this one-time student loan uh, debt relief programs, okay? You will have until... December 31st, mark this date as well, December 31st of 2023. So you have one year from the end of this year to submit your application for forgiveness. So again, what does that mean? There is a time limit. This is not open-ended. It will not be open and available forever. They have an expiration date. So if you do not meet the expiration date, then that means you would have forfeited your opportunity to get student loan forgiveness, okay? Uh, and then it's going into more details here about how they're targeting, providing targeted debt relief to low and middle income families. I'm gonna skip over that really quickly because I wanted to focus on part three uh, of the plan because we talked about student loan, the wiping out of the student loans up to 20,000. But one thing that you may not realize is that's part of this plan is how they're going to be addressing the income driven, the income driven programs that you may be on. So if you are already uh, in the income driven or one of the income driven programs, uh, please let me know. So under these programs, uh, once you pay into the program uh, so many years, either 20 or 25 years, then the remainder of your balance is forgiven. Uh, but there have been problems with this program as well, including tracking, uh, including, uh, you know, uh, interest uh, accumulation, uh, high uh, payments of, of um, uh, monthly payments. And so they're already taking action on some of those things and they, they're taking additional action here. So this is making the student loan system more manageable for current and future borrowers. So they're talking here about the income-based repayment plans have long existed, right, within the U U.S. Department of Education. However, the Biden-Harris administration is proposing a rule to create new income-driven repayment plan that will sub substantially reduce future monthly payments for lower and middle income borrowers, okay? So the rule would, what would this do? <clears throat> it would require borrowers to pay no more, no more of their discretionary income monthly on undergraduate loans. This is down from 10%, 10 to 15%, depending on what program that you're in, that's a lot of money. And in the previous video, I just explained how when I just recertify under this program, they're charging like my expected monthly payment between my undergraduate and my, and my uh, graduate school loans is just under $1,000 a month. That's a mortgage payment. Okay. That's a mortgage payment. So by reducing the percentage of your discretionary income, 
is that's going to make a big difference, okay? So this is down from, again, the 10 to 15% available under most recent income-driven repayment plans. They're going to also, right, in conjunction, raise the amount of, the, of income that is considered non-discretionary income and therefore is protected from what? Repayment, okay? Guaranteeing that no borrower earning under 225% of the federal poverty level about the annual equivalent of a $15 minimum wage for a single borrower will have to make a monthly payment, okay? So more people will be under this program like I was paying zero. So it doesn't matter if you pay a zero or a thousand dollars under this program, as long as you're on the program, it's accumulating your years to have it all forgiven once you reach the, the years, right? So right now I just mentioned that is 20 and 25 years. So we're gonna get that into in just a second. So the next thing is forgive loan balances after 10 years instead of 20 years for borrowers with loan balances of $12,000 or less, okay? So that's gonna be helpful to so many millions of borrowers across the country where now is 10 years. You only have to pay for 10 years or be in the program. So even if you're in, if even if your payments are zero, right, and you're and you're recertifying, recert, <coughs> or you're under this program ten years, then at that ten year point, then it will be forgiven. Okay, if you're uh, after ten years, if your balance is uh, twelve thousand or less, then they're going to cover the borrower's unpaid monthly interest. So that unlike other existing income driven repayment plans, no borrower no borrower's loan balance will grow as long as they make their monthly payments, even when that monthly payment is what? Zero. Because of their, because their income is low. This is so huge. This is so significant. Please do not sleep on this program. I said this is, this pro, there has never been a program like this before that is making this significant of a change that's going to help so many millions of borrowers, not just with the one time, right, 10 to 20,000 uh, forgiveness, but ongoing is going to help reduce your payment. So you're talking about someone like me or other people where your payments are like $600 a month, $800, $1,000 a month, someone with like a $659 a month payment now has an opportunity to have that payment lower to 200. And also, if you're making those payments, what's happening now is that you can, because of how they, how they balloon the interest, you can, it's like, it's nearly impossible to pay it off. And the debt just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're, you're looking at it like, okay, I had a $30,000 loan. Now it's a, it's a hundred thousand. Like, how is that possible? And I've been paying for 10 to 20 years and the, and the, and it never decreases. Right. So it's again, I agree with the administration that these loans should have never been set up to be a lifelong burden for borrowers. Okay. So again, this is so huge that when you're making payments, they are not going to continue to grow your balance as long as you continue to make payments uh, on your student, uh, on your loans under, again, the income uh, driven repayment plans uh, that many of us are on. And right now, I believe there are three plans that uh, currently are existing. Now, for these plans, that this is the, the administration's plan. Now, this plan is going to the Federal Register. You can Google Federal Register, and I believe it's federalregister.gov, okay? So the, it's going to go on the Federal Register to be published for the public. And so what for 30 days, okay? So the public can make public, you know, comments on it. So 
you know, you can make public comments on this if you agree or disagree or like to see a change or whatever. You can do that. They have 30 days. You have 30 days to be able to do it where they open it up to public uh, comment. Now, timeline. So many of you are probably asking, okay, how long uh, for this to go in effect? So they have not confirmed a timeline, uh, but uh, it's expected that sometime in 2023, uh, these plans will begin, will uh, start to roll out. Um, and we're excited about that. So it could be is it could be as early as the beginning of 2023. It could be the summer of 2023. Uh, but know that this is, again, is one of the many programs that are already at, at play, right? So this is not the only one. Uh, one of the other problems with the income-driven uh, repayment uh, plans is that no one, including the Department of Education and the servicers are currently tracking your time paying into the plan. So when you, when I log in to studentaid.gov, there's nothing there that gives account of how long I've been on the program and how uh, how many years I have in to I'm fully met my obligations to be forgiven at the 20 year mark, right? So there's nothing there to say that. So what happens? If no one's tracking it, that means what? Millions of borrowers have or have probably already met or close to meeting their obligation to have that loan totally forgiven. Okay. And so that's a big problem. If you are under these programs and no one's tracking it, it's similar to uh, the public service program, which they also did a complete overhaul for. That's a separate forgiveness for those that our public service workers have worked in the public service space. So why is that important? Because that's another, uh, that is another program for those that have been public service workers to be able to get your loans forgiven. And right now they have special waivers and credits uh, that are, um, are only available through October 31st, I believe October 15th or 31st, okay? Uh, you can find the details on the same website, studentaid.gov. So I say that because there's so many public service workers or you worked in public service for years and you did not get your credit, right? Or your credits. And you have an opportunity to get your loans forgiven. Uh, so I've seen with where these waivers and the changes that they've made, where people went from having to wait many years to, their uh, their loans are automatically forgiven uh, or they only have you know one two or three more months left till their loans are completely forgiven so you've probably seen some of your peers making announcements of their student loans being uh, canceled so th that's why these are some of the programs that are already underway where um, uh, thousands and uh, hundreds of thousands and millions of borrowers are already getting their student loans forgiven. So again, there's on the public service uh, worker loan forgiveness, there is a timeline on the waiver. To please take advantage of it. That's why it's highlighted on the studentaid.gov website so that you can uh, act with a certain sense of urgency, right? Uh, and But there are calls from members of Congress to extend that waiver into 2023. But again, don't wait in hopes that they will extend it because we just don't know if they will. I mean, we've seen with many other relief programs that they sometimes extend it and sometimes they, they don't, okay? They will only do it so many times. So while it's open, just make sure that you are doing what's necessary to take advantage of these opportunities while they're while they're open like i would not wait so with that said get on their email list so that you get notified as soon as the application is open so you can get your application in um make sure that you meet the the criteria for the mass student loan forgiveness right up to 20 20,000 that you meet those income limits uh, and the income limits apply to 2020 and 2021. That's what they'll be looking at, not 2022. Okay, so I, I didn't mention that, but I want to make sure that that's clear. Um, so 
I can't say this enough because people still are not filing their taxes. Um, they still don't, even losing out on many of the relief programs, they still haven't taken action to get their taxes filed. Please, if you are behind in your taxes, filing your taxes, go hire a professional to get your taxes done. If you need a referral, please send us an email at hello at shebosstalk.com. Uh, it is so important. We know that uh, you know, accountants and tax professionals are working on the uh, the tax the federal income tax deadline extension, right? For those that filed extensions, and we're now going in. They're preparing for the tax season for 2022. Okay, so th the time flies by, uh, and know that they're busy. So you know, a lot of times we drop the ball, and then we want to we want to rush our uh, our tax professionals and our accountants. Uh, and they have a lot on their plate. So please allow them, you know, give them the room that they need. Please don't wait to the last minute. Know that if you wait to the last minute, you're going to be paying la last minute premiums to get this stuff done. But you're going to forfeit again or delay your opportunity if you do not have verifiable income. And how do you verify your income? How do they verify your income? By your tax records. So if you don't, if there's no 2020 taxes on file, if there's no 2021 taxes on file, they won't be able to verify your income. Okay. And it may be within the limit, but if they can't verify it, that's going to be problematic for you. So, you know, I want to make sure I'm addressing, you know, everything that I can think of that is going to help you in the process to make this easy for you to get your student loans canceled. Now I'm looking, I see all of you on your comments out here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'm just, I'm looking for questions here. Um, I see someone that says that uh, if they, if I've never made a payment on my loan and it's been over five years, I don't know what that means. So if you've never made a payment, are you in, are you on an income uh, driven repayment plan? Uh, so if you are, I just address that, right? So <clears throat> I've been on for a number of years and my payment was zero until recently, okay? And before that, I think my payment was 80, $80 a month, right? So it's, it's all based on your income. So when you recertify, they tell you how much you pay. And if your payment is zero, it's just zero. If you, still, you still are on the program. It doesn't matter if it's zero. Now, if you pay zero and you're in default, that's another thing, right? So if you are one of the... I think it's two, three million that's in default. There, there's already a program the, called the Fresh Start program that's automatically uh, removing every student loan that's in default from default. Um, and I need you all to let to keep me posted on when your loans are coming out of default, right? Again, like I'm asking people, but they haven't checked. You can check. It, uh, on the status of your defaults and you if you're checking your credit report as well because this is huge when your loan is called the fresh start program there's nothing you have to do i've talked about this before is going to be automatic but i don't know how like how long if all at all, all two to three million are automatically at one time or if it's staggered right so you have to monitor for when it comes out of default. And then when that happens, it will be reflected on your credit report. Again, for many millions of Americans, this is their only debt or this is their only problematic debt that's causing them credit problems, right? Uh, that's preventing you from getting homes and being able to get access to other opportunities. It is just a student loan debt. So for many of you all, this is huge, okay? So not only is it going to be reflected on your credit report, but what happens when these things are lifted and removed, and that is going to raise your credit score, okay? So not only that, that means that once your loan is out of default, then you can then get your loan into one of these programs, whether it is the income-driven-based program or uh, whether it's the uh, the um, the a public service worker program or one of the many other uh, forgiveness programs that we've talked about here. 
uh, and and uh, she boss talk. So, but your your loan has to come out of default. So please make sure you make contact with your servicer. And we already know that servicers have transferred, right? So you may have a new um, a new servicer than what you had before. A lot of you all that have Navian have some a uh, new service provider. I know I'm with Navian and um, Great Lakes uh, borrowers. Um, you know, whoever your services servicer is, follow up with them. Now I know someone recently followed up with their servicer to find out that they were entitled to a refund on payments that they made, right? So that's why it's so important for you all to check in with your services. Don't ignore these, these things because all of these changes have been happening behind the scenes that many of you are unaware of. And you're like, okay, nothing's happening. Nothing, and it is happening, right? It is happening. It has been happening. And you know, people are just going to the mail, checking their email, logging on and finding out that guess what? Their balances are zero. Right. Um, and so we have one of one of our viewers saying I'm set for zero on my 20 uh, on my loan for 20 years. Uh, someone else is saying my loan is under 10,000. Uh, seven years ago is in default because I never made a. OK, she never made a payment. So you want to check and ask, ask your servicer. Hopefully they're, they're knowledgeable. Right. Ask them about the Fresh Start program. They should know about it because it's it's been announced by the administration. Um, but when it will take effect, um, that I I don't know. I know it's underway right now, and you it may have already impacted your student loan. Um, and uh, another thing to mention is that these the this pro the program for the up to twenty thousand in uh, forgiveness is for federal student loans, okay? So eligible loans would include federal direct loans, Stanford loans, um, all direct subsidized and unsubsidized loans, Parent Plus and grad loans, okay? Uh, for, I believe this is for the public service workers, um, if you or if you if you have the if you are under the federal family education loan, the federal family education loan, if you are one of those borrowers, then you need to consolidate to a direct loan program, a federal direct loan program. OK, uh, please take that action. Uh, but you will see that that information, anything that you need to know about how to qualify for any of the any of the forgiveness programs. Will is clearly outlined on the studentaid.gov website, right? Just go to the program that you're seeking, uh, and it, all the details are there. Um, I know that because I've reviewed them before. Okay. Uh, someone else is saying her student loan student loans are keeping. What did she say? Uh, keeping her from opportunities, keeping her from getting a lot of necessary things that she needs, right? So again, this is so significant So for so many of us. Uh, someone else, their balance is due, but I have to be set within the income-driven amount of zero. I've had this loan for over 20 years now. Yeah, so again, you will see that these programs that are already in the, work, in the works will have a huge impact on those loans that you're paying. So that 20-year loan may now, depending if you meet the qualifications, go down to 10 years, right? And maybe you've already satisfied the 10 years, then that's going to be wiped out. Or if you if you satisfy the 20 years, then that's going to be wiped out. So those are things that I'm looking for. I'm monitoring uh, my, at my account for these things as well. And I will continue to keep you all posted uh, as we learn more. Um, but... I know I just wanted to make sure that you all understand what actions it is that you need to take. Um, you know, you don't have any control over the government and what they're doing, but when they ask you to take action, it's so important that we not only do it timely, but that we follow instructions and do exactly what it is that they're asking for when they ask for it. Okay, so I'm just looking, I see you all out there. Thank you so much again. If you can please share out this broadcast, please tag anyone that you need to tag in it.
uh, because people, so many have questions about it. Uh, for so many that may be just joining, this is the first time you're even hearing about this program or other programs. Uh, and, you know, all, there's so many millions that need student loan uh, relief. So, I mean, here we are. Uh, and so we have another viewing saying they received a Pell Grant during undergrad. Uh, but not the school I attended for graduate school. Yeah, I believe Pells are just, I believe they're just for undergrad. But one thing I do know about Pell Grants is that they're increasing them. So that's, that's another huge change that they've made or enhancement or improvement to the Pell Grant programs. So you can learn more about that on the studentaid.gov website as well. Someone else is asking, does it matter if it was in a community college for two-year associate? No, there's no stipulations on degree types. There, there's no stipulation. There's nothing that distinguishes between those. Um, so I think you should be good. Now, one thing to know is that there is a cutoff for student loans, and I believe it's June 30th. So if you if you if your loan is June, July, originated, what, what I mean is originated June, July, August, September of 2022, then that loan would not qualify under this under this um, current uh, one-time debt relief uh, program uh, for the forgiveness. Um, so, but the others will, uh, will qualify those before June, 2022. So what happened to the student loans that were with predatory? Oh, that's the, that's another forgiveness. That's another cancellation. First of all, 6 billion were automatically canceled. There are over around 50 schools, 50 plus schools on that list. Uh, that were automatically forgiven, that if your school is on that list, you have an opportunity to have your student loan canceled. So you, you may have already had your application in. You may, have, um, you may have had an application that you submitted that was rejected or pending. Uh, so I talk about that in previous videos and that you can find out information on defense claims as well on the studentaid.gov website. Uh, but there was there were student loans, uh, there was a lawsuit and there was a settlement. Uh, several attorney generals uh, were part of it. And in the settlement, 60, six, six, six billion were automatically canceled and others have an opportunity to get theirs canceled. I've done video. So please go check out the videos I created on our YouTube channel a student loan forgiveness playlist. So it makes it easy for you to go and check out all the videos there because I've done some specifically on the defense claims. I've done videos on the, um, the non for the nonprofits. So again, there's so many programs that have launched just in since 2021. You got to go check out the ones that apply to you because again, you may qualify for more than just one one program okay but does this service apply to parent plus i just mentioned that i just mentioned parent plus loans um so federal loans i believe that that qualifies for that the parent plus so i hope you heard that so someone else has a question under this okay under the settlement have grants totaling uh, 8,100. Should I move forward with this forgiveness? I believe November 4th, the settlement should be finalized. Yeah, you go back to the video. Um, yes, if your school is on that list, you should be included. Also, please look out for correspondences from the Department of Education and also from your servicer. I, on these different programs, right, that they may be sending you out, I know they're sending out correspondence, servicers are sending out correspondence on the public service worker forgiveness. Um, and they may be sending out correspondence also on the defense claim uh, that I can't confirm, right? Cause I didn't attend a school that um, defrauded me. But if 
If you attended a school that you believe you were defrauded, again, there's certain requirements that have to be met, statutes of limitations. You can find that information on the same website, studentaid.gov. Uh, but she's mentioning this particular lawsuit, Sweet versus Cardona settlement, right? That's what she's referencing there. So that's a specific lawsuit. That's the one you can go check out my video where it says 6 billion canceled student loans. I go into detail and the links are there as well to the lawsuit, right? Uh, the settlement and the list of all the schools, including like ITT Tech that are on the list. And so um, there are actions that you may need to take. Like if, you, if your school is on the list and you hadn't already submitted defense claim, then what do you want to do? Submit a defense claim. Okay. And again, there's time limits on all of this stuff. You it's just not just open-ended. You have to know the process. And I walked through the entire process, whether you whether you already had your defense claim in, whether it was rejected, pending status, or the process if you haven't submitted your defense claim at all. Okay. So it's not enough to say, oh, I, I, you know, you know, I didn't like the school or um, it did nothing for my career. I didn't use it. it. It's not enough to say that. Like there's parameters around it. Did they overpromise and underdeliver? Right? Did they promise you something that did didn't happen? Did they promise you were going to make a certain amount of money or that they were going to give you a placement or you would get a particular job? Um, what it had to be something uh, related to the requirements of the defense claim to for you to be able to take advantage of that. Um, does this help to go to? Okay, so I just answered that question. So if you're just coming in and you missed the replay, uh, if you missed part of this, just go back and catch the replay for your questions to be answered. Uh, we have another Angela Watkins that's saying she received the email regarding the lawsuit and her, her schools are on the list and my application is pending. So it could be a school or it could be, uh, more than one school. Uh, there's some people that reached out to me that they attended two or three schools that's on the list, right? Uh, so no, it's going, <clears throat> it's going to take time, but you want to make sure that your application is in. Um, so that you can get, and again, that's complete like cancellation uh, under that particular, under that lawsuit for the defense claims. Okay. And someone else is saying, Brenda is saying her school was on that list. But for those that are saying that your school is on the list, do you know what, what part of the process are you in? Was it automatically forgiven? Were you given some type of um, correspondence? Uh, or did you apply? Did you submit your defense claim, your application? Um, someone else is asking me, is it too late to file? I'm not, I'm not sure what you're asking. File for what? Um, it's not too late to apply for any of the any of the programs that I mentioned here. If there if there is if there's even a requirement for you to apply, and this is up to twenty thousand, that's the that's the basis of this um video here um but there are other forgiveness programs as well that i'm covering as well right because again some people are just now finding out that there's even programs so we have a lot of people here that have the defense claims in their applications are pending okay so if you want to know about applying for the up to twenty thousand check out the replay uh just scroll i mean just rewind and you'll see find you'll get that answer uh we have some people their servicers have switched as well um what about those who are not employed um that's a good question uh so her question is what about those who aren't employed and do not file taxes uh, stay tuned for updates um, on that. It may be similar to what they did with <clears throat> the stimulus checks um, where they had you 
submit a uh that you had to file for your stimulus checks because you don't submit um you don't file your taxes because you're not required to if you don't if you're not making any money right so if you're making you have zero income right then if you're not required to file taxes but again that's why they're going to open the application portal and i'm sure they will they will at that point have where you can verify your income um, and if that it may look similar to what they did with the stimulus checks, or it could be a little bit different. So stay tuned for that. That's a really good question. Um, if you're not employed, and not and not being unemployed doesn't mean you don't file taxes. It just depends, right? Because there's some people that are required to pay taxes. They may be receive other types of income, right? So I don't want to. I don't want that to be a blanket statement. That you're not employed because people receive <laughs> income in, in many different <clears throat> many different met, um, methods, right? But I'm assuming you're talking about you have zero income. Um, but again, they need a way to be able to verify. Uh, someone else. So my balance due is still there. Yeah, your balance is always <laughs> okay. Okay, so your balance is there, but your amount is set at zero. I've had this loan for over 20 years. So depending on your plan, uh, let me just highlight this comment right now, discerning light, right? Uh, so I mentioned the other the other program, the cleanup of what they're doing with the income-driven plan even before prior to this, which should bring these loans to be forgiven. They're expediting it. Um, but I know when I last reported on that, uh, they didn't set a time frame. It's in the works, and the expectation was that some of these we may start seeing to be start being forgiven towards the end of the year into the beginning of 2023. This is for those on the income-driven payment repayment plans, because I'm the, I'm the same way. Like my undergraduate loan, if they were tracking properly it should be have been forgiven right because i've been paying more than two, i've i've been uh not under the program for 20 years but if you take into account they're crediting back so that's where these credits are significant when they're going to give you credit for when you weren't even on the income driven repayment plan when you were in deferment or when you were in forbearance or when you were paying they're going to include all of that time, all of that time, which is going to expedite your, your years, which then is going to expedite the forgiveness. But again, they, they the Department of Education and Services have to be start tracking it. So that's one of the changes that they're making. Uh, and that, that should they're working on now and we should see. Uh, so I expect that at some point in time in the near future, we will start seeing a calculation when we log into the student aid portal. When you work, when you log into your portal, you will see those numbers. You will see you're on the income-based program, you got 20 years, and of these 20 years, you have five. Or of the 20, you have 10. Or of the 20, you met 20. How are they going to forgive it or cancel it if they haven't even kept up with the calculation? I mean, so it's been a huge problem. They know that and they're fixing this. And this is one of the situations where your loan could be wiped out or expedited because you've you've already met the 20 years. But they, they just haven't been tracking it. So I, that's why I know mine, even before this mass student loan, uh, one-time forgiveness, I knew mine would be forgiven uh, sometime like in early 20. 2023 because I've been paying this student loan for over 20 years. Like I graduated in 1998. I can't believe it's been that long. Okay. All right. So I'm just looking to see if there's any more questions. Yeah. Someone's saying here, it doesn't hurt to follow directions. Uh, I'm highlighting this because I cannot tell you all how many people don't follow instructions. It's a big problem. It's a big problem, okay? People don't follow instructions and then they wonder why they don't qualify for stuff or why they didn't get it. They think it's something else. It's simply that you don't follow the instructions. Follow the instructions, read th thoroughly. 
If you need to go back and read it five times, don't be in such a rush. Make sure you read. If, if you have if you have issues, um, uh, any disabilities or any issues, get someone to help you. Right? If someone reached out to uh, reached out to me the other day, they have real issues. Like they can't write, um, and they have like um, a disability. So they had like their son. Uh, was writing the email for them and they need assistance. And so we're going to, I'm going to try to help them with what they need help with. Right. Uh, so there are situations like that, but there's, there's ways that you can get help. Right. So get someone to help you, whether it's a relative or a friend or a peer or someone in your network to help you navigate. So you understand, or maybe there's language barriers. So if you speak another language, have someone English speaking to read it to you, go through it with you uh, so that you, I've seen that be an issue as well with some of the the relief programs and other programs. That can be a real issue uh, with language barriers, right? Um, but know that there is help out here. Try to get the help that you need to support you in this process because I know too many people that have missed out because they just did not follow instructions. Um, and they did not complete the process in the time that was allotted. I mean, those are things that we can do. We have control of, right? Follow the instructions that are given to the T. Whatever they're asking for, do it. Uh, again, because if you don't, that's, then that's on you. You forfeiting your opportunity uh, to get access to these programs, Okay. So I just wanted to make sure that I answered all your questions. If you do have more questions, again, follow. I will always follow up after uh, to answer any questions that you do have. Uh, just checking again, really quickly. I think I addressed all of the all of the all of the different programs that's going on right now. Um, so I'm excited about it. Many people have different thoughts about it. Uh, but this is, we're in an unprecedented time and these present unprecedented opportunities. So um, this is significant because student loan borrowers um, who have really struggled uh, with student loans. It's, it's a real burden, okay? It is a real burden for many. So take advantage of this. Make sure that you're making a plan. So if you do have uh, remaining student loans that you make a plan for it to, um, for payments, so that you don't go into default. And I'm hopeful that many of these programs will already have taken effect so that it will make it even more reasonable, like I said, for, uh, for you all to make the monthly payments. They'll be much smaller. Um, I know that's something that I'm counting on because having a mortgage payment or above a mortgage payment for a student loan payment is just too much <laughs> uh, for all of us. Uh, so... Again, I hope this has been helpful to you all. Um, please share it. Please tag again, whoever you need to tag uh, in this. And stay tuned for more. So as the uh, administration and as the Department of Education continue to roll out these programs, I will continue to keep you all informed and let you all know what actions it is that you need to take so that you can get the relief uh, that you need. And then please come back as you're getting your loan or your student loans canceled, come back and share. You can feel free to email it to me, uh, shoot me a message so that we can congratulate you and celebrate you uh, because we're excited that people are getting the relief uh, that they need uh, during this time. So continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact, continue to stay in good health and stay safe. Have a wonderful day.